I have seen the blue winds of Rome. I've been in the igloos of Nome. I have gone to Moscow. It's very gay. Well, anyway, on the first of May. Thank God uh, that you reach out to me every Tuesday because I truly have no idea what day any day is anymore. I will say that's the, one of the things about doing this every day is I, I'm having trouble keeping track of what day it's because I do podcasts right. every day. Um, but as long as people are listening and my bandwidth holds out, I'm going to keep doing it. God bless those five uh, listeners. Oh. Hey. <laughs> it's I'm a very vulnerable time comedian. for all of us. You're an internet <laughs> Everyone's an internet comedian now. Oh, they sure are. <laughs> they sure are. Some, pe- some people not on purpose, which is always the best. Um, the, uh, this is really sort of the apotheosis of the Andy Warhol's everyone's going to be famous for 15 minutes thing. Like it is, it was happening before. It is really happening now. <laughs> Everybody's getting a shot. Um, what a nightmare. Make, making content and all that good stuff. But the Disco Sondheim albums are shipping. That's the uh, big update yeah, from Broadway sure Records. Are. And they that's sure good. Are. To the world. Is, unsolicited, people to, have told me, uh, I did a podcast, remote podcast last night, and two people told me it was their Lifeblood soundtrack right now. What a um, joy. Yeah. <laughs> Describing it as uh, a view into Sondheim's brain on acid. Um, yes, and, and uh, you're not yeah. wrong. You know, Steve loved it. Good. I'm glad he, he did. He called it thrilling. So that was a joy. All right. Yeah. Can you imagine him at a, at, at a discotheque? Like, at a, uh, like in the in yeah, 70s, I whatever? I have to say, when I was packaging the album, I was hunting for photos of him at like Studio 54. Mm-hmm. Um, none exist. But you know he was there with it. Liza was like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Right, he, had to be, he had to be with somebody, right? That was what I kept thinking. Like, he's never going to get picked out of the line. Lee Remick. But, Leave. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now I really want. I want. I want a picture of Lee looking stunning. Yeah. And then him in like his turtleneck corduroy. Yeah, like. Yep. Unwashed Just hair. Full vaguely having sometime. a terrible time. <laughs> Smiling Long, politely. Hair. Yeah, with a cigarette dangling. Oh, absolutely. Because it's and a, cro- and a crossword in hand. Oh, yes, 100%. Just he's holding the times up. It's like a living New Yorker cartoon at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord, this is how we say same. Um, that is, it's true. We, we create the backstories. <laughs> right. For the song time. We're like because ensemble I'm, people. There you go. And, uh, right. Shows, just making yes. backstories. Yes, we I'm, have uh, Steve Sondheim just hanging out at 54. 54. <laughs> it's, like a, it's the most specific improv game ever. Yeah, Steve Sondheim yes, in Studio 54 with Lee Remick. <laughs> and for the 12 of you in the audience who get that reference, you're going to really like what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, it is, but it is the... the <laughs> I really do want to know like what his response to disco music was writ large. I know he's not at the time. I know he oh, was sure. not a, ever a big pop music guy, but right. he had to like it was just it was in the air. You have to know what, what's going on. Yeah, and I'm sure and, he could uh, discern great from terrible. Sure. So and you appreciate know, that, it. Yeah, that like Gloria Gaynor, I am what I am. I'm sure he enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Although that came later. 
but like he can separate Donna Summer from worse. And he did obviously, I mean, I don't know if he had to give approval for the Sweeney disco, but it does exist. The Gary Gordy thing? Yeah. 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 It's so, whether I would really like to know what his opinion of that was at the time, I'm sure he kept it. You know, it's on that collector Sondheim album that he was part of. And I would assume if he didn't like it, it would have been cut. It would have not. Yeah. It would have not made it. Huh. So maybe he enjoyed it. Maybe there's just something so effing weird about the disco ballad of Sweeney Todd that he's like, yes, sure. This is yeah. my jam. What yeah. if he's just a secret disco nerd? That'd be so funny. Nothing it's not else. a sex dungeon. It's a whole no. room full it's of disco, disco records. Yeah. It's a it's disco. A disco. So yeah. a discotheque for one, where the music's played All at a reasonable volume because he always thought it was a little loud, but respectful. it's really good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but all the newsies are just down there jamming to it. His lifelong dream was always to have a disco that was more like a symphony where everyone listened to the music, but they sat in their chairs politely and well, quietly. Let's not forget Regine, who created the discotheque and starred in mm-hmm. Follies That's in true. D.C., who could not remember a lyric, even though every three lines was ba peri and truly would just go la 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 from Dawson's Creek or Nine. Right. And so seeing her like very sexy, I was like, whoa, <laughs> that a choice. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's that, that whole, I mean, obviously Broadway Baby is a classic and I like Comden and Green doing Rain on the Roof a lot. There's just, there's so much energy there. It almost, it almost hurts. But uh, yeah, I don't know about Al Perry. It never, never really did anything for me. It felt like a stopgap. That's it. That's all yeah. I have. Yeah. Just <laughs> a stopgap. So there's so many songs in that show. <laughs> Polly says 2,000 songs. That's a fun fact. That nobody knows. Well, it's the whole, like, the whole, uh, the cut songs could be their own show. There's so many cut well, songs, they're still in the overture. Like, it's There's just, actually, it's, there's a third uh-oh. book of the Hatbox that's nothing but cut songs. <laughs> it's called Discarded Hats. Oh, what would it be called? Hang on. Finishing the Hats. Cherries and Feathers. Cherries and Feathers. Cherries and Feathers. I'd be in the Follies. Uh, oh, <laughs> there it is. Uh, <laughs> so true. So much material, Lord. and yet there was two gentlemen of Verona, <laughs> which still has. Tried to listen to it. Have you? Has oh. that been covered on your pod? It has not. Someone has brought it up as the show they would do. I have interesting the album. I have listened to the album. Um, Other than that has, letter, I could not. It has the weirdest album art of any. Yeah. Uh, Broadway cast album, I, I'm going to say ever. I know that's not true, but that's what I'm going to say. That's um, not true, but yeah, it's up there. And uh, inexplicable, maybe I would just call it inexplicable well, album art. That logo was something. Yeah. So we, uh, so it's not great. It's my wife's like least favorite musical. They did it in the park a couple years ago with Norm Lewis. I wish I had seen it. Oh, that'd be a good way to see it. Yeah, because that'd like be- it's a curiosity for sure. Right. And he's good. No, he's really good. So that's sure. a good, you know, you're going to get... 
it's as good as it gets. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a weird show. That's such yep. an inexplicably weird show. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Spring Awakening. Not not, and that's like, I don't even know if you can call that a compliment of any of any shade, let alone a backhanded one. But I have such a raised eyebrow. I do not even know where you're going. Well, because it's like they're both shows that have like a book set more in the past and a score mm. super contemporary. Oh, and see, yes. Now in Spring Awakening, they make that part of the bit. They lean way into that. So it becomes Fully. like, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a whole different thing. But in Two Gentlemen, yeah. they just, they treat each number like, a, like it's supposed to be an organic Broadway number and it just absolutely doesn't work next to the Shakespeare for me. Um, not as, as great as I think Galt McDermott is as a composer. Just, just He's an excellent composer. Yeah. Underappreciated composer, Galt McDermott. I really, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Hair mm-hmm. is an excellent score. The Human Comedy is an excellent score. Yeah. For sure. He wrote, yeah, he wrote so much great music, and it's just not. But, be, but because not it was. You know. Dude for Via Galactica. <laughs> yes. Everybody has at least you. one of those. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> has at least one of those. Oh. He had two in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Back when you could do that. Back when you could have so many shows at once. Isn't that it was wild? Just, yeah. So hard to think of a time when that could actually happen. <laughs> you could do so many shows. Um, he also has so many albums out. I just like went to Spotify just to see. Mm-hmm. He has so many, like truly an album a year. Even like into 2018. Wow. There was a guy, uh, a guy I went to college with named Rob Baumgartner, who was a huge fan of his and got in touch with him when he moved to New York after school and like worked with him and helped him with his music and did all like Rob's a pianist and a music arranger and I think a composer and uh, has been a champion of his for years and years and years. And so my Facebook feed every now and again will pop up with a great Galt McDermott song or an album or something to appreciate. So he's, that's fascinating. He's forefront. Yeah. Good um, for him. Yeah. It's great. Good. Good to be a champion <laughs> of something. It's good to be a champion. You've got to be a champion of something. Um, something. Anything. Something. The one anything. minute song. <laughs> Test one, two, three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything but that. Uh, <laughs> so what's uh, what's going on? No, you you, so you ventured into Manhattan. What was what's yeah, uh, you know I what's new to, in, in the world? Uh, nothing. It's truly like there's nobody out. I had to come in um, because all of our postage is here right. and all of our uh, envelopes and stuff. And we have to get the Disco Sondheim into the hands of people. Yes. The Descomitados need something at this moment. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I came in, but there's truly nobody out. It's um, disconcerting mm-hmm. uh, because Midtown, which is, you know, the city that never sleeps is fully taking a nap. Is hunkered, yeah. Yeah, I can see Times Square from the window of my office, and there's like every so often you see a cab sort of idle mm. by, but nothing, and that's mm. uh, creepy. Yeah, to yeah. say the very least. Yeah, yeah. But you know, otherwise I've been in my home twenty four seven, truly just hating everything. So <laughs> how nice to come out and hate everything right it's good. it's good to hate things from a different location yeah truly truly how are you guys holding up we're holding up pretty well we're doing yeah. okay it's a uh, it's cruising in here you know it's, it's the weather keeps not cooperating so we can't take the kids to the backyard as much as we'd like to 
Oh yeah, um, that's the other but, thing. Like it was seventy degrees on Friday, and now it's yeah. thirty nine. Are you kidding me? Everybody's yeah. going to catch everything in the world. Everything. Yep. Yeah. All the time. And they will be like, "Oh, I don't know if it maybe." Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Well, even if it's not, going to the doctor is not a like super exciting. Right. My do- my doctor's office just opened up remote consults in a, in a serious way, which is great. Um, and are you but, in DC proper? No, I'm in Bethesda, Maryland. Yeah. So Maryland, you yeah. you don't have the June 30th lockdown yet. No, that's Virginia. Um, right. Maryland just got a stay-at-home order yesterday, which is really just a more like it's not much different than what we were under before, which was right. when non-essentials were closed. It's just more of a like, listen, we're going to start ticketing people. You know, if you yeah. don't, be cool. Um, and they're going to lock us down in the yeah. near future. But we've been doing pretty well, you know, with the curve and everything, um, right? Because we started earlier, so things yeah. are going okay so far. But we'll see. This will be my uh, one day here in the office uh, since three weeks ago and for the foreseeable future. We're moving everything to just digitally, mm -hmm. digital releases after today in general Mm -hmm. until we're able to, you know, which who knows what kind of business model that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) So many exciting thoughts in this world. I do miss not being stressed out every day of my life. (laughs) Well, you said you wanted some time off. I should have been more specific. (laughs) 